us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouth-watering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyAbears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good. of Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 6 o'clock, 4 to 6 weekdays. Right here on 106.1 FM Nash Icon, iHeartRadio app, TuneIn Radio app, our digital platforms, free download for your smartphone or tablet. On the World Wide Web at Nash FM 106.1 and EricAsher.com, our podcast. You know it. Say it. Can we do it all together? 
everywhere. That's right, it's everywhere. Anchor is our home base. We're on all podcasting platforms and then our social media platforms, at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram. Uh, don't forget to catch the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports tonight, 6 o'clock on WLAE, 10 p.m. on WLAE-TV2. Uh, we call it the Deuce. Friday night, 9 o'clock, Pelican Sports Television, 10 o'clock, WLE, 2 a.m. Every Saturday morning on the Deuce, 5 p.m. every Saturday afternoon on Pelican Sports Television. Ricardo LeCompte of Channel 4, WWL-TV, did a great job uh, with us today covering all the local sports, Saints, LSU, Tulane, Pelicans. Uh, We talked a little bit about um, uh, the conference realignment, Arch Manning. I mean, it was a pretty full show, ladies and gentlemen, so I hope you get a chance to be able to check it out. It'll be on our social media platforms uh, this evening. It'll be, uh, it's already up on the WLATV YouTube page. Thank you for watching on the YouTube page as well. We're getting a, a really a, a great audience there. And then, uh, of course, uh, it'll be at ericasher.com uh, by weekend's end. So, again, uh, check that out and all the previous episodes, uh, again, at uh, ericasher.com and on the WLAE uh, TV YouTube page. All right, um, I uh, want to thank our guest in the uh, in the first hour. It was uh, uh, Ali Gassell and Gary Smith. Ross Jackson, Locked on Saints podcast, coming up at 5.15. We'll finish up with Glenn Gilbo of, um, Glenn Gilbo of Outkick.com. He's going to join us at, uh, at, at 5.35. So, again, uh, stick around this, this hour uh, for some really, two really, 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 really good guests. Hey, our program today brought to you by our good friends at the Oceana Family of Restaurants. You know, we, we've told you about Old New Orleans Cookery. We told you about Bobby Bear's Cajun County Restaurant. Of course, there's Mambo's and, uh, and, and Oceana Grill and the Hideout Bar. Let me tell you right now, it starts with, again, the mothership, the one that started it all, and that's Oceana Grill. Bourbon and Conti in the French Quarter voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Here's the beautiful thing. Open seven days a week, open late. Uh, also, home in New Orleans, best breakfast. If you love breakfast, and I mean, I'm talking again, uh, whether it's the, the simple uh, traditional breakfast or, again, maybe you're looking for some crepes, maybe something a little bit more exotic, I'm telling you right now, head on over to Oceana. It'll be your breakfast spot. You'll be dropping in every chance you get. Uh, and then, of course, breakfast starts at 8 a.m., goes all the way to 1 p.m. So, again, even if you're, like, staying in a downtown hotel or maybe, again, you're, you're hanging out with friends or family and decide, I really want to get breakfast. Where, where can we go late? You can get there in the afternoon and still get breakfast at Oceana Grill. Lunch starts at 10 a.m., goes all the way to 4 p.m. Dinner services from 4 p.m. until 1 a.m. until the party stops. And, and, of course, they are there very, very late. I've said it over and over again about Oceano. Uh, there's somebody in the building all the time because by the time they finish up uh, the, the, the dinner service, 1, 2 in the morning, clean up the restaurant, clean up the, uh, the kitchen to get ready for the next day, restock. Uh, you know, the, the chefs are coming in in the morning, you know, 4 or 5 in the morning to get themselves ready to, to, to be able to roll for the next day. So I'm telling you. Just a great restaurant, fantastic cocktails with some of New Orleans' great, great mixologists. And you'll see it uh, in a couple of weeks when um, the uh, uh, Tales of the Cocktail comes in town. And uh, a lot of those mixologists from around the world will flock to these restaurants and bars in the city because the reputation of their mixologists. Get on there. Get over there and grab yourself a fantastic cocktail. Dining in their authentic French Quarter courtyard, beautiful by day, spectacular by night, also dog-friendly. Five private rooms, okay, that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests. They also utilize those private rooms, again, for overflow on the days that they don't have an event. 
Oh, look, last night they had a hospitality event for, again, all the hospitality workers in the French Quarter. It's what the Bader brothers do. They take care of, again, everybody that, that is involved in the hospitality industry. They, it's, it's, it's no cost to them. They come up, they party, they eat. Uh, and, that, you know, that's part of what they do in giving back to, again, those that, again, are, are the backbone of our economy here in the city. Uh, and, and those are the private rooms they were using, okay, that they used last night, that they used for your next event. Your steps off Bourbon Street. You're not that far from Frenchman Street. The party can continue to go on. Uh, again, it's a great dining experience. Uh, if you want to enjoy it with, again, friends, family, maybe a first date, maybe again, you're trying to close that business deal, head on over to Oceana Grill. Oceana Grill, uh, 739 Conti at Bourbon, is the best time off Bourbon Street. Want to find out more? Go to Oceanagrill.com. Open 8 a.m. until 1 a.m. daily. Uh, and uh, I'm telling you, folks, I, I'll just say personally, I, I, I miss uh, that, that Oceana breakfast, no doubt. Hey, folks, um, I did want to mention that uh, looks like there's going to be a new soccer franchise that's coming to New Orleans. Uh, the uh, United States um, uh, League looks like it's going to be here. Um, uh, that was announced today uh, that it'll start competing in 2025. Uh, there's, a, there's talk about the possibility of a $1 billion uh, development on the east bank of the river, uh, a city connection where they would build a new stadium uh, and or, or maybe a possibility of, down, of, of moving that to, of moving the team to, the, to, again, the Shrine on Airline. We've been talking about making that facility a multi-purpose facility for our high schools. Nola Gold's playing there now. Maybe this, this uh, uh, United States Soccer League will, will, will play there as well. Uh, also, uh, they were talking about upgrading Pan American Stadium or, or maybe um, – or, or, or possibly, again, Ted Gormley, look, w- w- if this is real, okay, and this ends up happening, uh, uh, then any money that they can put into, whether it's building a new stadium or, or building a um, – or renovating existing stadiums in the city uh, or in, even, in, again, in the metropolitan area is a great thing. Is a great thing. It's a great thing for the city. Look, I, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm efforting Arnie Filco for tomorrow. And one of the things we're going to talk about is the, is the, uh, is the Ninth Ward Stadium. We're going to talk about this NOLA coalition. And we're going to talk about possibly bringing baseball back to New Orleans. And, of course, he's part of that group as well. This is interesting, again, again with, with soccer coming back, because I've said all along that I felt like the next professional league that New Orleans would be able to get into would be soccer. Now, again, I was talking MLS, which means you've got to build up, what is a 30,000-seat stadium. I should just get my son in here. He, again, he could tell me everything about it because he's, he's, he's all into it. 30,000-seat stadium, uh, and uh, preferably, again, downtown if you can do it. Uh, and uh, the MLS is hot, and it's been hot for a long time. And I thought that would be the next move. But maybe this is, again, the stepping stone to that. Uh, and there's going to be a uh, on, uh, gonna be a Facebook page where readers can suggest the, uh, the nickname of the team. Uh, so, again, uh, uh, a, a USL soccer team coming to New Orleans in 2025. All right, um, let's, uh, let's, uh, let's uh, head to the guest line. Joining us in the program, uh, let me just say this right now. Uh, I, 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 since I started my career back in two, 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 uh, 2002 and got on the airways, I've always tried to open up doors and bring people on, uh, again, that I thought do, do a fantastic job. Now, I didn't open up the door for this cat. Uh, I just started hearing him, and I'm telling you right now, uh, Ross Jackson is uh, is like a rocket ship heading heading to the moon right now in terms of again what he's doing and covering the Saints. Uh, his podcast, if even if you're the novice sports fan, a Saints fan, uh, you can learn so much in just a little bit of time with his podcast. He does a great job, got a great delivery, uh, does his homework, which is something I'm always looking for. I've said it before. 
I like to listen to podcasts or radio or TV shows that I can learn something. Teach me something I didn't know. And I'm always, again, out there researching. And I, and I find myself, again, learning something from Ross. Then now he's jumped on CrestedEsports.com. And believe me, Ken's got some of the best writers in the entire city, again, uh, writing for him. And, of course, again, he's with SaintsWire, which, uh, again, I've said for years, they do a fantastic job with SaintsWire. Uh, the dude knows what he's talking about. I would, I would tell you right now, follow him on Twitter. F- find out where, again, he's putting on his publications, what he's doing with his podcast, because uh, the dude is on his way up in terms of, again, covering the Saints here in this town. And we're glad to have him as a weekly part of our program now. Each and every week he'll be with us throughout the year talking Saints football. And he joins us now on the program. Ross, welcome to the show. How are you today, bud? Hey, I'm doing great. Certainly uh, feeling really great after that intro. Thank you so much, man. I, I always I mean, appreciate the- you. Thanks for always uh, uh, having having some uh, some faith in your boy. So I appreciate it. Glad to be here with you. Well, they they call me the truth. I'm not here to lie to people. Again, if I <laughs> I wouldn't say it unless unless I meant it. And again, and 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 it's, and it's honest depiction of what's going on. I think you've done a great job, and you continue to do a great job. Look, the fact that guys like Ken Trahan reach out to you and say, "Hey, come write for us," that tells you, okay, that tells you everything you need to know. Yeah, You're talking about a lot. legend there. Uh, in this town, in, t- in terms of and what CrestedSports.com has done, uh, in in terms of that website uh, in in covering local sports, uh, second to none. So, uh, congratulations yeah. on that. I appreciate. It. I appreciate. It. Yeah, that site definitely uh, saw the future before anybody else did in terms of you know the way that uh, you're turning out digital work and digital content and everything like that. I mean, that was uh, some really really great foresight by uh, Ken and the rest of that group. Yep, no doubt, Ross. Uh, Man, I tell you what, I'm listening to all today on ESPN. It's the Saints Day, right? So every single host is breaking down the New Orleans Saints. Okay, they all got an opinion on the New Orleans Saints. And can I tell you right now, uh, I wanted to turn each and every one of them off because they're they're, they're so uninformed on what's happening with the team, where the team is. You know, I had I heard one host today talk about again Taysom Hill, uh, you know, uh, breathing down Jameis Winston's neck for as, as uh, for uh, at the quarterback position. I mean, come on, you know, didn't even mention Alvin Kamara being out uh, with the suspension. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I get a little frustrated with the national media because you know they look at it from from ten thousand feet, right? Again, they're they're right. in a lot of cases regurgitating things they've heard. But let's be honest. This team is going to go as far as two things on, on the offensive side. The offensive line, how well they play. We talked about that last week. But also Jameis Winston. And, and you pointed out, and you've been talking about it as well. Look, his mechanics have got to be there in terms of, again, delivering the, the football, especially in tight windows in the, second and third, in the first and second levels. But him and Alvin Kamara have to get on the same page. Because if you yep. go back and you look at a lot of the passes that they threw, and you've done this, uh, again, he struggled at times throwing to Alvin Kamara. The, the problem is, uh, if Kamara gets suspended, what's the situation there? Now you're getting into camp. How quickly can you get acclimated? Uh, talk a bit about Jameis, what you anticipate from him this year, and his mechanics, and, and what, what you expect will happen in terms of that first and second level where he has struggled at times. Yeah, and I think the, the first and second level are going to be the biggest biggest areas that I'm going to be focused on You know, while we're out there during training camp and then also, of course, going in and through the season. How is he with the short and intermediate area of his game, which is actually a spot that he said that he really wanted to work on all throughout the offseason. And in, you know, kind of this weird situation, him coming off of the the ACL injury, it actually kind of worked, I don't want to say in his favor, but it it certainly helped that he was limited. I mean, there was only so much that he was able to do. And one of the things that he talked about was that he wasn't able to throw the ball 20, 30 yards downfield, 40, 50 yards downfield. He was in a situation where he had to throw the ball 5, 10, 15 yards in terms of his rehabilitation and coming back. And so he talked about how 
that that focus, that sort of need to be able to focus in that area helped him with what it was that he wanted to address over the course of the offseason, which was getting better in that short and intermediate area of the game. So if you can get there and you can get him kind of into that system and into that rhythm of being okay with taking the check down, which we actually saw he was pretty good with that last year. He didn't force a lot of passes. He had a really good uh, throw percentage, a really low aggressive throw percentage, but a very high big-time throw percentage. So when he was taking those shots, he was accurate. He had the second highest uh, ranking there, according to Pro Football Focus, when it comes to big-time throws, which measures accurate throws downfield as well as accurate throws in tight windows. But he was around the you know bottom, probably the bottom seven quarterbacks in the NFL when it came to ESPN's aggressive throw percentage. So he wasn't overdoing it in terms of throwing into tight windows and the times that he was taking those shots, he was doing so accurately. So if he's able to do that and expand and meet the sort of requisite needs of an offense that's predicated on the short and intermediate area attack, then that ends up expanding what it is that he's able to do with the ball in his hands. It allows him to get to a place where he's more comfortably getting to where he started to get last year, throwing 30 to 35 times a game as opposed to 20 to 30, and then also puts him in a situation to where if he can set up everything that's going on in the short and intermediate area of the game, if he's making defenses have to play sideline to sideline because of the utilization of backs out of the backfield, it then allows him to be able to do what he always has done very well throughout his career and take some shots downfield when they become available because you've stretched the defense so far. And, of course, look, we know what Kamara's all about when it comes to running the football, but, you know, he's more than just a runner. I think I saw a stat the other day in the first five years of a career. He's in the top ten of players that have scored a touchdown. And I think it was like 68. Off the top of my head, you may know the number. like 68 touchdowns so far. But, again, that's not just running the ball. That's catching the ball as well. He's just such a such a – uh, a weapon. Now, I know that Taysom Hill has taken some of those carries away from him in recent years, but he's the guy. He's the guy that stirs the drink for, for this particular offense. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, look, he's the person that has made this New Orleans Saints offense what it has been since they drafted him in 2017, and he had that offensive rookie of the year season. He changed the way that New Orleans Saints played offense because of what his ability is. And yes, you're right, 68 career touchdowns. That actually puts him second already on the list for the New Orleans Saints in terms of all-time touchdown leaders, only four behind Mark, uh, Marcus Colston for the number one spot. He's going into his sixth year. He's only played 73 career games so far. He has nearly averaged a touchdown per game. That's incredible production. And he's now probably very likely this season in only his sixth NFL career going to become the all-time touchdown leader for the New Orleans Saints. He needs five touchdowns to do it. And with his ability to be able to score not only as a runner, but also as a pass catcher, and his ability to be able to produce in all those areas of the offense, that certainly gives him an opportunity to do that. Because he not only impacts the game as a, as a running back or as a pass catcher out of the backfield, he impacts the game as a route runner from the backfield. Maybe outside of Marshall Falk, one of the better route runners we've seen out of the backfield. But then you also see him in a little bit more of a Roger Craig type role to where you're utilizing him in the slot you know, to where you've gone a step further beyond that. You're utilizing him in situations where he's you know, lined up out wide. There's so many things that you can do with a guy like Alvin Kamara. And yeah, he's probably going to miss time this season because of that suspension. But if he misses six games and the Saints get 11 games out of him, it's sure to be an electrifying 11 games mm-hmm. because yeah. he is just one of those players that really has the ability to take over and change the course of a game. We saw that 
you know, years ago in that Green Bay game when he had that big catch and run for 60-plus yards with Eric McCoy leading the way downfield. I mean, he can take any play and turn it, turn it quickly from nothing into something and look really, really fun uh, while getting it done. I agree. On a recent podcast, you talked about Juwan Johnson. We've talked about the tight end position. I think Troutman's going to step up. I think, again, uh, Johnson is a wild card, but I thought he did a great job on it. If you would, tease the folks a little bit about why you think, again, he'll have a larger role this year. Yeah, I think one of the things that you can look back at, you can already start to see from last year's usage uh, in the New Orleans Saints offense for Juwan Johnson is the way that he was able to impact the game uh, down the seams, which has been a staple route that the New Orleans Saints and a staple area that the Saints offense has always wanted to attack. And they did that extremely well with Jimmy Graham. Of course, particularly, you can look back at the 2011 season to find some, you know, some reps of that. But if they're able to get him active in the seam and you have Adam Troutman step up and you get somebody else that rises to the top, like maybe Nick Vanette ends up, you know, really stepping into, uh, you know, a pass catching role as well with his second season with the Saints or a guy like Lucas Kroll, the undrafted free agent tight end coming out of pit ends up giving you an opportunity there. Somebody that can block and that can be um, a pass catcher for you. That really allows Juwan Johnson to be somebody that they can utilize, and he's going to be in a bulked-up frame. You're going to see a lot of photos of him once he gets to training camp because he has bulked up quite a bit. And so if he's somebody that's going to be able to get himself out on the field with a pass-catching role but then has been able to also develop as a run blocker, he's going to see the field more and more and more. And in 2022, where you have this you know, uh, tight end room that's going to be looking for more production from its tight ends when it comes to the passing game. You might get some help from Taysom Hill there too, but Juwan Johnson is somebody that absolutely has the experience within the system, is able to be utilized in the specific ways that the Saints like to utilize their pass catchers at that position, attacking down the seam, as well as making a couple of other, you know, being able to line up out wide as well as in the slot, just being a little bit more versatile. That's certainly going to give him more opportunities, and I think that he absolutely deserves those opportunities. Averaging 13 yards per catch last season on 22 catches, or excuse me, 22 targets. I think he's going to see he's going to be in for more uh, than just you know, 22 <laughs> targets right. going into 2022 for sure. Well, especially after being thrown into the tight end position last year where he wasn't ready. You mentioned mm-hmm. gaining what, 15 to 20 pounds of muscle that he's, that mm-hmm. he's brought to the table now. Hopefully it doesn't affect his speed downfield because that was one of the things obviously to kind of set him apart. He's Again, he's, he has a, he's, he's got competent hands as well. We'll see how that kind of plays out. But Taysom Hill is also part of the mix at, at, at the, uh, the tight end position. And you talked about it recently on a podcast, what you think his role will be. Yeah, so look, I, I, let me start by saying that I don't think that we, we're, we've seen the end of Taysom Hill taking snaps at quarterback. I think that there will still be some, you know, some chances to where, right, he's going to be doing some things like you know, um, uh, read option, uh, some, some quarterback power in short-yarded situations. But you know, we know that he is no longer in the running for that quarterback job, as Dennis Allen made you know, apparent very quickly after the, uh, the re-signing of Jameis Winston. But I think that you know, what, you, what that ends up doing for you is that it ends up putting Taysom Hill where I think he benefits and makes the team better, where, he, where I think he benefits the team. And that's by putting the ball in his hands in space and getting the ball in his hands as a pass catcher. You also get the opportunity now to get him a little bit more involved uh, as a lead blocker in certain situations and really just taking advantage of what it is that he brings to the table as a versatile chess piece that the Saints are going to be able to use over on the offensive side. So if he's able to get into a situation where he's getting you three to 400 receiving yards during that 2022 campaign, that does you much better 
than what you got out of last year's tight end group where your leading tight end uh, in terms of receiving yards didn't hit 300 yards, which was Adam Troutman missing some time with injury. So I think that you know Adam Troutman becomes, a, excuse me, uh, Taysom Hill becomes a huge part of what you're looking to do at tight end. He won't be limited to only playing in that role, but certainly when he's there, he should be able to help to benefit and bolster that tight end room. How do you think the defensive backfield changes, specifically how they utilize the safety position now that, again, Jenkins and Williams are gone, especially Williams? Will we, too, see more too high safety? Will, will they, again, use, utilize those safeties because they're interchangeable, more toward, closer to the line of scrimmage? How do you think they're going to play this? I think it's going to be a very, very versatile and very, very multiple pair of safeties. And I think that that's going to be perfect for what it is that Dennis Allen loves to do. We know how much he loves multiplicity on defense, how much he loves the versatility on defense. Now he's going to be able to utilize guys like Marcus May and Tyron Matthew as split safeties when he wants to do that. But he can also line these guys up so that they look one way pre-snap and then switch to a whole different coverage responsibility or a whole different role as potential pass rusher even uh, once the once the ball is snapped. So I think that it gives you and gives this Dennis Allen defense that'll be led and, you know, obviously sort of championed by Dennis Allen, of course, but or masterminded by Dennis Allen. But you've also got the co-defensive coordinators there and Ryan Nielsen and Chris Richard, who, you know, have a lot of experience with what it is that Dennis Allen likes to do on his defense and has a lot of experience with teaching these guys how to play all these different multiple roles, right? We see it on the defensive line a ton, which is Ryan Nielsen's you know, uh, kind of main response, not main responsibility, but has been his main responsibility over the past. And he's going to continue as a defensive line coach. And then you have Chris Richard, who's worked with the secondary a ton already um, when he you know, was there as a secondary coach last year and he'll continue that responsibility along with co-defensive coordinator this year. And so I think that what you're going to see from this defense is a whole lot of players that are going to be lining up multiple different places all over uh, the field and, you know, down by down, drive by drive, things are going to change. That's going to work in the Saints' favor quite a bit going into uh, this season. And, you know, one of the ways that I like to kind of quantify it a bit is you have these you know, wide receivers and these quarterbacks that are going to be playing every single snap, every single down, but you're going to have a backfield that's going to be able to rotate and you're going to have a backfield that's going to look to confuse with the skies. And that's something that Dennis Allen has done really well, and now he has the personnel to be able to take it even a step further. It's the kind of information you get from the podcast, of course, uh, uh, Ross's writings as well. Why don't you be one of the, the, the again, 10,000-plus subscribers to, again, Locked on Saints podcast. Ross, tell us how folks can do that, how they can check you out online with, again, all your great articles, and how folks can follow you on social media. Yeah, absolutely. You can catch me uh, weekly over at uh, CrescentCitySports.com. Of course, I'm going to be uh, getting a post up for you uh, tomorrow that's going to be looking into uh, Alvin Kamara and the uh, record-breaking, uh, record-breaking pace that awaits him in 2022. You can also find more written work over at SaintsWire at USAToday.SaintsWire.com. And, of course, the Locked on Things podcast is available wherever you get podcasts and on YouTube as well. And congratulations on 10,000 subscribers. Uh, that's quite a, that's, hey. Again, that's quite an accomplishment. Really appreciate it. Really appreciate it. Not uh, not something I expected to see uh, when I started up the YouTube channel, but absolutely love it. You know, every every one of those ten thousand people and every person listening to this right now, as well as you, you guys have all helped to change my life and make it uh, you know, a whole lot better. So I really, really appreciate everything and all the support. Good things happen to people who work hard. Certainly appreciate your time with us, and look forward to having you back on the show again next week, my friend. Absolutely, looking forward to it. Take care, stay safe, and I'll talk to you soon.
You got it, bud. At Ross Jackson on, on Twitter. Check out all of, all of his great work as well. Hey, folks, don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. I don't care where you live, North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank. If your AC breaks down, just remember acpromise.com. So easy, acpromise.com. Uh, you go to the website, whether you live on the South Shore, the North Shore, you get the North Shore, South Shore number, you call, they'll be out there. 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home or your business. They are authorized to service all brands. So don't have somebody saying, oh, no, 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 Burkhardt doesn't don't, don't handle that. No, Burkhardt can service all brands. And if you're in the market for a new system, they are, 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 they are authorized to sell some of the top brands in the industry. Uh, but, of course, the service after the sale, impeccable. Never gouge you, never cheat you. And, of course, uh, those Nate certified technicians uh, constantly doing continuing education to make sure they're up on the latest when it comes to your air conditioning and heating system. Uh, AC goes down? Think Burkhart. That's acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. Today's program brought to you by the Oceana family of restaurants, Oceana Grill, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, Bombo's Old New Orleans Cookery, and the Hideout Bar. You know they're open seven days a week. You now know they're open late. Get out there and enjoy the fantastic menu, great cocktails, and one of the Oceana family of restaurants. We'll be right back with Glenn Gilbo of Outkick.com. Don't move. I'm Ken Trahan. And I'm Jude Young. We'll have comprehensive coverage of high school, college, and the pros, plus we give you a voice to speak your mind. It's entertainment, it's information, it's all that you could want, and it's right here on 1061 Nash Icon. Monday through Friday from 6 to 7 p.m. Following Inside New Orleans on 1061 Nash Icon. Country for life. This report is sponsored by Lowe's. Lowe's MVP's bonus days are here. Pro members can earn bonus points to redeem for rewards. And for 12 days, you can earn points on every dollar spent up to $1,000. MVP's Pro Rewards program subject to program terms and conditions. Details at Lowe's.com slash L slash Pro Loyalty Terms. Subject to change. Look out for an accident that's blocking the shoulder on 10 eastbound near Carrollton. Also be mindful of an stalled vehicle that's blocking the right lane on 10 westbound between Laplace and Gramercy. Your delays are going to be heavy if you're traveling on 10 eastbound along the Bonnet Carey Spillway and delays pick back up on 10 eastbound from Williams to Veterans and then delays stretch on 10 eastbound from City Park to the high rise. Look out for delays on 10 westbound from Orleans to Canal and then delays pick back up on 10 westbound from City Park to the airport. If you're traveling along the 610 on the westbound side, delays are solid from just before Canal Boulevard to the 10610 merge. Also, in the meantime, delays are steady if you're traveling on the 610 on the eastbound side from Elysian Fields to the 10610 merge. If you're traveling eastbound along the West Bank Expressway and the Crescent City Connection, your delays are steady from Terry Parkway to the Camp Street exit. Also, look out for delays if you're traveling westbound along the Pontchartrain Expressway and the Crescent City Connection with delays stretching from the Claiborne Earhart exit to the St. Charles Carondelet exit. Also, delays are solid. Pick it back up on the westbound side of the West Bank Expressway from just past Ames Boulevard to Avondale. And look out for an accident poidress at Chapatula's. I'm at Robinson Broadcasting for the Attorney Mike Brandner Traffic Center. Traffic is brought to you by DA Exterminating. Proud to be locally owned and serving over 60 years. Don't let this happen your largest investment. Call DA Exterminating now. Ready and waiting to protect your home from potential disaster called termites. Call DA now or visit us on the web at daexterminating.com. 
Don't forget about my friends at Southern Tire. Family owned and operated by the Piazza family since 1972. Your one-stop shop, aquatic auto repairs, and the best deals on tires. First of all, largest selection of tires in the metropolitan area, bar none. Something for everyone's budget, no matter what you drive. Hey, those new set of wheels, are you looking for those? Wheels and tires up to 30 inches. Financing is available. And then when it comes to keeping your car on the road, uh, again, ASC certified technician using the same diagnostic equipment you get at the dealership. I will say again, even more diagnostic equipment you get at the dealership. You want to keep that car on the road? You want to have the best when it comes to tires at the best price? Think about, again, Southern Tire, Hickory and Airline. Open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6, Saturday from 8 to 3. 504 is the phone number. That's southerntire.com is the website. Owned by the Piazza family since 1972. You don't hang around New Orleans that long. Again, not take care of your customers. It's Southern Tire, Hickory and Airline in Metairie. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory. 467 Hickory Avenue, open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soup, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Hi, folks. Trust is what Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhart to be there quick, get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhart to treat you with respect, to help you save with a fair price, do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhart always says, trust is the foundation of our business. Just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhart. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Oceana Grill, bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. Diamonds Direct is celebrating your golden moments with a spectacular summer store-wide sale. This Friday through Sunday, three days of extra savings. 20% off Diamonds Direct's already unbeatable prices on a multi-million dollar selection of rings, earrings, bands, bracelets. Virtually everything's on sale. Plus, top jewelry designers are here with all new collections. It's the buying opportunity of the season. Extra savings store-wide this Friday through Sunday only. And only at Diamonds Direct. Details and more at DiamondsDirect.com. Welcome back. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. Today's program brought to you by the Oceana family of restaurants, Oceana Grill, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, Old New Orleans Cookery, and, of course, Mambo's. Uh, that's right, three floors of 
I'm telling you, it's the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Just an incredible dining uh, setting. Uh, the first floor, beautiful picture windows that overlook Bourbon Street. You can sit right up there, kind of watch the craziness there. Hey, that's not your, your cup of tea. Head to the back of the restaurant on the first floor. And you got a beautiful French Quarter courtyard. Beautiful by day, spectacular by night. And, of course, a, a bar on the first floor as well with these great seating, beautiful restaurant. Take the elevator to the second floor. As it opens up, you got a beautiful bar right to your left. And, of course, as you look to- toward the left there, again, a Bourbon Street balcony. Uh, plenty of seating outdoors and indoors for you to be able to enjoy a great meal. Also, to be able to um, enjoy a great cocktail. And then, of course, on the third floor, take the elevator. Elevator opens up. There's the bar to the left. Uh, again, Bourbon Street balcony. It's Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar with balcony to be able to go out there and, again, see everything that's happening with the skyline of New Orleans. Fantastic food, great menu for you, Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest, magnificent cocktails by some of the great mixologists in, in, in the city of New Orleans. That rooftop bar is special and spectacular. And, of course, lunch and dinner served seven days a week for you, and they're open late. Mambo's is open late for you. To find out more, go to MamboNola.com. Hey, when you finish up at Mambo's, right next door is the Hideout Bar. Live music every single night. Also, again, you got a beautiful 300-year-old building where, again, you got food, cocktails, uh, got plenty of, uh, of, of room to be able to dance, enjoy yourself. Uh, always a great time, again, when you, when you go to Mambo's and the Hideout Bar in the 400 block of Bourbon Street. 411 Bourbon Street, make sure you're in that number. Again, make your next New Orleans memory at Mambo's and the Hideout Bar. All right, uh, we're back. Uh, one, one quick note, I want to throw this out there for you NBA fans. DeAndre Ayton has, has agreed to a full-year, $133 million max offer sheet with the Indiana Pacers. Uh, the Phoenix Suns have 48 hours to be able to match that. Uh, it'll be interesting to see, again, if that's going to happen. I would think it would be. If not, they'll probably try to do a sign-and-trade. Uh, but, again, once the clock starts, again, negotiate that sign-and-trade. So we'll see what happens now uh, with, um, with DeAndre Ayton. And uh, if ultimately he will be moving to the Eastern Conference or he will stay with Phoenix. If the Phoenix loses him, that's huge for, again, the Phoenix Suns. All right, let's head to the, uh, the guest line. Joining us on the program, really good friend of our, uh, of our show and a good friend of mine for a long, long time. Uh, Glenn Gilbo joins us from Outkick.com. Glenn, how are you? Hey, Eric. This is uh, the second radio show of a Joe Sal guy I'm on today. I was on with Jordy Holtberg earlier in Lafayette. So, uh, yeah. I don't two mind lefties. helping out the uh, less fortunate right. schools. Well, I don't know about that, but you got two lefties. <laughs> and, of course, Jordy Holberg, his time at De La Salle was incredible. That was a, I was a freshman when he was a, uh, when he was a sophomore, uh, and, and I got to watch yeah. almost his, his entire career at, 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 uh, at De La Salle. And let me tell you something. He was incredible. Then he goes to LSU and, uh, and plays for Dale Brown, uh, one of the greatest shooters in the history of Louisiana basketball. He was. He was, and he told me a great story I didn't know. He went to uh, grade school at Sam Barth, which was in, I think that was in Metairie. Yes. Um, and uh, and Jim Robarts, the Rummel coach, talked to him about coming to Rummel and said, you know, you, you'll, you'll play a little bit, and then you'll, you might start your, your senior year. <laughs> and, of course, you know, he won two state championships while Jordy was at, at De La Salle. Yes. But uh, – uh, I think Jordy was started at Rumble before his his senior season, so he he yeah, went he to Dallas after that. But uh, they had some great games. They he beat uh, Rumble a couple of times uh, mm-hmm. before the state title run. Yep, um, Landry Dallas My um, I want to say it was my sophomore year at Dallas Lost to Landry uh, and in 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 the in Alexandria for the for the for the state championship. 
Blankenstein, Lorio, and, and Holtberg. My, my buddy uh, Jimmy Anderson, who grew up in, in Uptown New Orleans. Uh, uh, da- da- David Morrow, again, the, uh, the, the baseball coach over at uh, over and athletic director over at Jesuit for a while. All part of that team, a really good team there. Um, that's a, that was when Ella, that was when De La Salle was was a was, was a, a really not, not look. I don't want to I don't want to disparage De La Salle now, right? It's a different school. It's co-ed, etc. But being in the Catholic league and you know being able to compete there, well, those were the best of times. Yeah, I, I remember we had a neighbor that played for De La Salle football team in the early seventies, and I, I think they played for state or one state in the in the seventies. Uh, De La Salle uh, did. And I don't think they won state. They, they, they may have played. Uh, I know that Tyler LaFosse was, was a big guy that went through, ended up going to LSU that was, was from De La Salle. Uh, they, had some good, they had some good teams. I, uh, I'm not sure that – I don't think that De La Salle won a state title. Maybe somebody can correct me on that uh, in football. Right. Uh, if it was, it was, it was in the, maybe in the 50s or, or 60s uh, when, when, that, when right. that would have happened. didn't happen they in had, the they 70s. They had some great teams. They had some great they, teams. They, There's no question They really did. They really did. And, and of course, we, 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 we love to carry Rumble guys. I mean, that's what we do. So we've always done. <laughs> well, I could give you the starting five of the uh, the '78 state champions at Rumble. Go ahead. Seven '78 season. Uh, uh, Wade Blundell. Yep. Uh, uh, Barry Baracco. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jim Pittman. Fred Kinsley. And Dale Carpenter, center. It's funny you mentioned those names, and and, and uh, again, you know. Later on, uh, played in the Metairie Basketball League, played in all the men's basketball. He played until I was 35, right? And all wow. those guys, again, played in all those leagues. And, you know, and such a following. For, you know, you know they walk in the gym and, you know, everybody knew who they were, right? Because, you know, you know Rumble, Rumble had such great, uh, great uh, teams back then. Uh, another guy that was on that team was a good friend of mine called Ray Schmidt. Uh, who again was coming off the bench for that for, for that team? Right, he ended up playing 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 with with our with our men's league team, and uh, so I got to know some of those Rummel guys. Right, and the, the year before they won at '77, Don Schneider, Larry Schneider, the great coach at, at mm-hmm. Rummel, his younger brother was uh, was on that team. He was a senior that year, and then the, then the next year they uh, they won it uh, second second year in a row. But Dale Carpenter went to Virginia as a center and I did a story on him when he was out there when I was a, a senior at Romo and he said he said yeah I played a little bit this, this first year but I don't know about next year because they signed a kid named Ralph Sampson <laughs> yeah <laughs> so, it might be a so, little might be a little bit but he was good he was a great high school player yeah he really I was he I guess you heard your little fight song in the background with again your alumni Rudy Dixon right there right your fellow alumnus <laughs> oh yeah I'm surrounded oh, yeah. by Romo guys around here but those were, Jim Robarts was just a, he was a fantastic. Uh, oh, he was. Rumble, no oh, he was. It. No doubt, no doubt about it. Uh, look, I, the, the, I wanted to ask you about all, all the, uh, the, the talk about Sean Payton right now. Was It came out again yesterday in CBS Sports. Uh, the Los Angeles Chargers, the Dallas Cowboys, the Miami Dolphins uh, are all standing in line for Payton after maybe a one-year uh, uh, stint in, um, uh, in the booth. Look, I'm on the record of saying if I'm the Saints, I want a bidding war. I want three or four teams that, that want a shot at Sean Payton. And uh, at that point, try to get as much as you can. And, and the fact that they have his rights for a couple more seasons, uh, you can block him at that point from being able to get back into the league. Now, I don't know if the Saints will be willing to do that, but I do think for, for the good of the club, you have to be able to get, ex- extract as much as you can uh, out, of these, out of these clubs. And to me, that's picks and players. What are your thoughts about him jumping back into the league after one year? And 
look, I look at that Los Angeles Charger team with a gonna really good quarterback. That to me, I think would be would would be uh, would be appetizing to him. We've heard about the Tom Brady to Miami situation, you know, and of course we know the the, the situation with with Dallas. Now, one thing he said was he wants total control. He won't get that in Dallas. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, maybe considering that he's more qualified than than, or he's as qualified as he's more qualified than some of the coaches they've had at the Cowboys. Maybe, uh, and maybe that can be part of the uh, negotiations that he does get more control. But um, you know, I just, I mean, I just hope he, uh, if he does go back, he goes back uh, soon enough to where the Saints do get the. Uh, you know, the compensation in first round pick or picks. Uh, but, uh, you know, I don't really, uh, but you'd hate to see him go to a, a, a Saints team in the same division. Right. But that's going to happen. But, um, you know, I, I think, I think it'll be great. It'll just make the, uh, the rest of the NFL that much more interesting. You know, I, I think, uh, I think Saints fans will probably pull for him, you know, as long as it, you know, they're not playing the Saints or it doesn't hurt the Saints in the standings or in the playoffs or something. But uh, I think it's I think he's still got a lot of great years left in him. No question. Oh, I do. I think they're again. I, I, I was shocked he left. OK, uh, I, I know he didn't have the maybe the quarterback. To, and look, I thought it was an indictment on, on James Winston. I really did. I felt like, again, if there, if there was a there was a. Um, a once-in-a-generation type quarterback. There's a quarterback, again, like we saw with Drew Brees, he would never have moved on. Uh, but with that said, you mentioned about Saints fans. They're a fickle bunch. It, it, it's going gonna, it's gonna to really come down to, uh, you know, uh, if they felt like it, that they, again, they did an about-face on them and, and kind of left them in the lurch. This year will tell the tale of the tape. If the Saints are good this year. I think that, that a, lot, a lot of that will be forgiven. If they struggle, then a lot of people are going to feel like, again, he left this team worse off than when he brought it than when he came in. Which I don't think is true when you look at again the the you know the the, the entirety of the roster. Remember how it was back in 2005, uh, you know after Katrina, uh, that 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 whole roster was in shambles. Yeah, and not just because because of, of Katrina. I mean, it was it was no. a terrible team for a couple yes. of years uh, before uh, Sean came in and he turned it around miraculously overnight. Really, yep. He was um, smart to take the the, the a. a, a a portion of the players that were left over from Haslett, you know, guys like Devery Henderson, et cetera, and then quickly, again, pivot uh, and, and to be able to change the roster. Well, I can't remember what it was exactly, Glenn, but I think it was like 80, 80 85% of the roster got was overhauled within that first year. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, in fact, a lot more than than what uh, when Mora came in. I think, I think Jim Mora kept more of yeah. the Bums Bums guys than – than than uh, Sean kept of uh, mm-hmm. of Jim Haslett, yeah. But I agree. Um, you know, and and I, I think the thing about Sean is, I mean, he was honest when he left. I think Saint fans need to remember that he didn't say, "Oh, I'm retiring." You know, he he said he might come back. I mean, he kind he kind of left it open, and he left it open as to as to when he might come back. So, uh, and I, I think he did the. You know, it might not be great for the for the Saints, but but for his sake, I mean, he kind of left when he was still young enough to where he could take some time off now and, and, and come back later instead of trying to push until he was 65 or something and, yeah. and then retire, you know, this, I think this is, this is better. You know, he, he gets married, gets remarried, you know, and takes some time off and tries the uh, broadcasting, then gets back into it. I, I think that's uh, that's a good model. 
it's hard to walk away from that kind of money he walked away from, though. I mean, you're talking about highest paid coach yeah. in the NFL and, you know, having total control. That's the one thing that we always felt like why he wouldn't go anywhere. You have total control. The, 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 uh, the owner adores you. I mean, again, you got the relationship with Mickey Loomis. You got the final call and everything. And, oh, by the way, you're making more than anybody else. So uh, it's interesting to see, again, what, uh, you know, how this kind of plays out going forward uh, with that. You mentioned, you know, Mora and, 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 and Bum. Look, Bum Phillips had a pretty decent team. Okay, but he just didn't get it. He didn't get it over the top. A lot of that was again because of some really dumb trades he made. You know, bringing in Stabler. You know, the the, the Earl Campbell situation there that kind of maybe uh, held off. But there was a heck of a defense there that that Moore inherited. And look, we talk about it all the time now, right? All those players from the USFL that he knew about. That he, again, he had played. It bringing those guys over, his coaching staff, and, and really in no time at all it made the turnaround, especially with Abear coming over from the USFL and quarterback in the team. Well, now, Abear was there under Bum. Uh, right, right. He was, yeah, he, uh, he was yeah, the year there. before. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think of the players that, that Moore inherited. Bobby Abear, Ricky Jackson, he inherited. Yeah. Um, trying to think of some of the other. I mean, those Defensive are, line was there, Warren Wilkes. Yeah, well, that's some – that's some really good players. I think you know, some of the DBs were there too. So DBs were there too. Yeah, yeah, and a and a good defense. But um, yeah, and and you know, I, I think uh, Sean Payton definitely left quite a quite a roster for for Dennis yeah. Allen. There's no the question. cupboard's not bare. <laughs> I mean, look. At, the look only at question the really is quarterback. I mean, if you look at, I mean, look, there's yeah. some questions all on the offensive line. If you want to really get down to the minutia of it, but again, to, to me, the biggest deal is again, can can Jameis Winston uh, again uh, stay away from the turnovers and move the club? If he could do that, well, I mean, again, you're looking at a, at a team that can compete. Well, he was doing it while Sean Payton was there. I mean, it was a yep. small sample size, but he he really changed his uh, stats interception to. Uh, uh, ratio uh and you know if he's good that's an inherited player as is michael thomas mm-hmm. as is alvin Kamara. so uh there's a there's a lot of players left uh for dennis allen uh to to win with in fact uh, you know better better players when when you uh when you throw in michael thomas and the two uh yeah. and jarvis landry and, and taran matthew and uh the ohio state wide receiver um, yep, a lot but, of it. Yeah, um, no, no doubt. Uh, I, no I doubt. think wherever Sean goes, I, I think he's going to make sure he has almost total control or total control yep. where he goes. And, I think that's going to be a part quarterback. Of and a quarterback. I think sure. he's going to. I think sure. those are the two prerequisites: total control and the quarterback. Now he had mentioned he wanted to be in a warm city, etc. We'll see how that goes. You know, it is what it is. But yeah, quarterback and and that that's for sure. I got about a minute and a half left, my friend. I love I love these conversations where we just kind of get off on 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 a, on a, on a different subject here. Uh, but uh, tell the folks about Outkick. I know you're getting a little bit of vacation time right now, and of course how they can follow you on social media. Yeah, um, Outkick.com, free website, still at LSU. Beat tweet. Um, I did a recruiting story a couple of days ago that lists the tremendous July Brian Kelly is having. They, they uh, got commitments from nine players since July 1st and quite it's amazing. a few, uh, four stars in there. And he jumped from, I go by rivals.com, just mm-hmm. an old favorite. They were 45th in the nation, their class on June 30th. And as of the other day, they are 10th. In, in the nation. So that's a 35-notch yeah. jump from, from what they've done in July. And really the SEC has, too. The SEC teams have, have gotten 42 commitments 
in the month of July. Uh, and so the, there's a story up there on uh, OutKick uh, about the entire SEC recruiting, and then there's a, uh, also a story about um, uh, you know Notre Dame going into the mm-hmm. SEC possibly, uh, and some other uh, realignment features up there. Beautiful. You'll be at SEC Media Days next week? Yes, sir. Be there uh, Monday through Thursday. Beautiful. I hope we're going to get a chance to get you on uh, next week, as always. Thank you for your time, my friend, and uh, uh, as always, we appreciate you. Okay. Thank you, Eric. Have a good summer. There you go. Glenn Gilbo. Always fun to have Glenn on the program. Don't forget about Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, uh, acpromise.com, acpromise.com, generator, that APCO whole home treatment system, new air conditioning system, heating system, maintenance on all of the above. Uh, think Burkhardt. Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. Today's program brought to you by the Oceana Family of Restaurants, Oceana Grill, Mambo's, Old New Orleans Cookery, uh, the Hideout Bar, and Bobby Bear's Cajun Counter Restaurant. All are open late. All are open seven days a week. Get out there and enjoy a meal, a cocktail at the Oceana Family of Restaurants. We'll be right back. Mambo's, 411 Bourbon Street. Three floors of incredible dining in what might be the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest and magnificent cocktails. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter Courtyard or on our Bourbon Street balcony. Come experience Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Mambo is perfect for a night out with friends, a romantic getaway, your next event, or a delicious meal with family. Lunch and dinner seven days a week. Order online for delivery at mambonola.com. Make your next New Orleans memory at Mambo's. Southern Tire, family-owned and operated since 1972. Southern Tire is your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. We offer a large selection of tires that will fit your budget no matter what you drive. In the market for a new set of wheels, at Southern Tire, we are your wheel experts. Choose from our large selection of wheels and tires up to 30 inches. Financing available. Hickory and Airline in Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our our customers. Hi, Eric Asher here with my good friend Mike Delusi, the TikTok Cafe. What'd you say, Eric? Hey, Mike, you know what my prescription medication the TikTok Cafe have in common? What's that? They cause drowsiness, dizziness, nausea, cramps, diarrhea, blurred vision, muscle aches, gas, heartburn, upset stomach, constipation, weight changes, decreased sex drive, impudence, dry right, mouth, ringing finished? in the ears, depression. Oh, yeah, and suicidal thoughts. It's the TikTok Cafe, Causeway I 10 in Metairie. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouth-watering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyAbears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good. Ray Maliazzi here for eBay Motors. You're driving along and some nimrod cuts you off. You hit the horn. (laughs) Jeez, it sounds like a goose in distress. Time to head over to eBay Motors. They have horns for every make and model, not to mention horn pads, steering wheels, wiring, and more. 122 million parts. You can even go for an upgrade. 
<laughs> looks like Mr. Cutoff Man needs a new seat cover. Try eBay Motors, pal. Get the right parts at the right prices. eBay Motors, let's ride. Okay, import footage. How is the hard drive already full? Juwan's Pilates studio converted to entirely virtual classes. But leading and editing sessions is stretching her too thin. It says render failed. What did I, what did I do? Indeed can help her hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. We instantly connect you with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description. Earn up to $500 in sponsored job credits by conducting interviews on Indeed. Visit Indeed.com credit. Terms and conditions apply. Life is where preparation meets the unexpected. Law enforcement will always be our primary focus, and we cannot do it alone. Join our family in the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office. Our next training academy is October 17th. The deadline to apply is July 22nd. We would like you to help make a difference. JPSO prides themselves on making the parish safe for citizens and their families. Please go to JPSO.com to find out how to take the next step. This isn't just a career. You become part of a much larger family. All right, folks, thanks so much for tuning in. I want to thank Gary Smith, Ali Cassell, Ross Jackson, Glenn Gilbo for joining us on the program. Rudy back in the studio producing. Uh, I want to thank you guys for tuning in. Thanks to the sponsors that sponsor our program, including the Oceana Family of Restaurants, Oceana Grill, Mambo's, Old New Orleans Cookery, and Bobby Bears, and, the, and of course, the Hideout Bar. All are open late, all are open seven days a week. You can, get, you can find out more by going to ericasher.com. There's a slideshow to sponsor, sponsor our program. Please support our sponsors. Thank you for doing so. Also, don't forget, coming up next is the Life Resources Bottom Line Sports Hour with Michael Green and Ken Trahan. So keep it right here on, uh, on 106.1 FM. And, of course, uh, coming up at 6 o'clock is the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports on WLA-TV. Ricardo LeCompte is my guest. Thanks for tuning in. My name is Eric Astor. Have a wonderful evening. From the dog catch to the governor, that includes the mayor. They all got to go. at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouthwatering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyAbears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good.
the truth. You can't handle the truth. You talking to me? You talking to me? You talking to me? What we've got here is failure to communicate. Stick to the truth is what you're good at. Inside New Orleans, Eric Asher with you until 6 o'clock, 4 to 6 weekdays. Right here on 106.1 FM Nash Icon, iHeartRadio app, TuneIn Radio app, our digital platforms, free download for your smartphone or tablet. On the World Wide Web at NashFM1061 and EricAsher.com, our podcast. You know it. Say it. Can we do it all together? Everywhere. That's right. It's everywhere. Anchor is our home base. We're on all podcasting platforms and then our social media platforms at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram. Uh, don't forget to catch the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports tonight, 6 o'clock on WLAE, 10 p.m. on WLA TV 2. Uh, we call it the Deuce. Friday night, 9 o'clock, Pelican Sports Television, 10 o'clock, WLE, 2 a.m. Every Saturday morning on the Deuce, 5 p.m. every Saturday afternoon on Pelican Sports Television. Ricardo LeCompte of Channel 4 WWL-TV did a great job uh, with us today covering all the local sports, Saints, LSU, Tulane, Pelicans. Uh, We talked a little bit about um, uh, the conference realignment, Arch Manning. I mean, it was a pretty full show, ladies and gentlemen. So I hope you get a chance to be able to check it out. It'll be on our social media platforms uh, this evening. It'll be, uh, it's already up on the WLA TV YouTube page. Thank you for watching on the YouTube page as well. We're getting a, a really a, a great audience there. And then, uh, of course, uh, it'll be at ericasher.com uh, by weekend's end. So, again, uh, check that out and all the previous episodes, uh, again, at uh, ericasher.com and on the WLAE uh, TV YouTube page. All right, um, uh, I want to thank our guest in the uh, in the first hour. It was um, uh, Ali Gassell and Gary Smith. Ross Jackson, Locked on Saints podcast, coming up at 5.15. We'll finish up with Glenn Gilbo of, um, Glenn Gilbo of Outkick.com. He's going to join us at, uh, at at 5.35. So, again, uh, stick around this, ha- this hour uh, for some really, two really, 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 really good guests. Hey, our program today brought to you by our good friends at the Oceana Family of Restaurants. You know, we, we've told you about Old New Orleans Cookery. We told you about Bobby Bear's Cajun County Restaurant. Of course, there's Mambo's and, uh, and, and Oceana Grill and the Hideout Bar. Let me tell you right now, it starts with, again, the mothership, the one that started it all, and that's Oceana Grill. Bourbon and Conti in the French Quarter voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Here's the beautiful thing. Open seven days a week, open late. Uh, also, home in New Orleans, best breakfast. If you love breakfast, and I mean, I'm talking again, 
uh, whether it's the, the simple uh, traditional breakfast or, again, maybe you're looking for some crepes, maybe something a little bit more exotic, I'm telling you right now, head on over to Oceana. It'll be your breakfast spot. You'll be dropping in every chance you get. Uh, and then, of course, breakfast starts at 8 a.m., goes all the way to 1 p.m. So, again, even if you're, like, staying in a downtown hotel or maybe, again, you're, you're hanging out with friends and family and decide, I really want to get breakfast. Where, where can we go late? You can get there in the afternoon and still get breakfast at Oceana Grill. Lunch starts at 10 a.m., goes all the way to 4 p.m. Dinner services from 4 p.m. until 1 a.m. until the party stops. And, and, of course, they are there very, very late. I've said it over and over again about Oceano. Uh, there's somebody in the building all the time because by the time they finish up uh, the, the, the dinner service, 1, 2 in the morning, clean up the restaurant, clean up the, uh, the kitchen to get ready for the next day, restock. Uh, you know, the, the chefs are coming in in the morning, you know, 4 or 5 in the morning to get themselves ready to, to, to be able to roll for the next day. So I'm telling you. Just a great restaurant, fantastic cocktails with some of New Orleans' great, great mixologists. And you'll see it uh, in a couple of weeks when uh, the uh, uh, Tales of the Cocktail comes in town. And uh, a lot of those mixologists from around the world will flock to these restaurants and bars in the city because the reputation of their mixologists. Get on there. Get over there and grab yourself a fantastic cocktail. Dining in their authentic French Quarter courtyard, beautiful by day, spectacular by night, also dog-friendly. Five private rooms, okay, that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests. They also utilize those private rooms, again, for overflow on the days they don't have an event. Now look, last night they had a hospitality event for, again, all the hospitality workers in the French Quarter. It's what the Bader brothers do. They take care of, again, everybody that, that is involved in the hospitality industry. They, it's, it's, it's no cost to them. They come up, they party, they eat. Uh, and, that, you know, that's part of what they do in giving back to, again, those that, again, are, are the backbone of our economy here in the city. Uh, and, and those are the private rooms they were using, okay, that they used last night, that they used for your next event. Your step's off Bourbon Street. You're not that far from Frenchman Street. The party can continue to go on. Uh, again, it's a great dining experience. Uh, if you want to enjoy it with, again, friends, family, maybe a first date, maybe you're trying to close that business deal, head on over to Oceana Grill. Oceana Grill, uh, 739 Conti Bourbon, is the best time off Bourbon Street. Want to find out more? Go to Oceanagrill.com. Open 8 a.m. until 1 a.m. daily. Uh, and uh, I'm telling you, folks, I, I'll just say personally, I, I, I miss uh, that, that Oceana breakfast, no doubt. Hey, folks, um, did want to mention that uh, looks like there's going to be a new soccer franchise that's coming to New Orleans. Uh, the uh, United States um, uh, League looks like it's going to be here. Um, uh, that was announced today uh, that it'll start competing in 2025. Uh, there's, a, there's talk about the possibility of a $1 billion uh, development on the east bank of the river, Press uh, City Connection, where they would build a new stadium, uh, and or, or maybe a possibility of, down, of moving that to, of moving the team to the to again the Shrine on Airline. We've been talking about making that facility a multi-purpose facility for our high schools. Nola Gold's playing there now. Maybe this this uh, uh, United States Soccer League will will, will play there as well. Uh, also, uh, they were talking about upgrading Pan American Stadium or, or maybe. Uh, or, or, or possibly, again, Ted Gormley. Look, w w if this is real, okay, and this ends up happening, uh, uh, then any money that they can put into, whether it's building a new stadium or, or building a um, or renovating existing stadiums in the city uh, or in, even, in, again, in the metropolitan area is a great thing. Is a great thing. It's a great thing for the city. Look, I, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm efforting Arnie Filco for tomorrow. 
And one of the things we're going to talk about is the is the, uh, is the Ninth Ward Stadium. We're going to talk about this NOLA coalition. And we're going to talk about possibly bringing baseball back to New Orleans. And, of course, he's part of that group as well. This is interesting, again, again with, with soccer coming back, because I've said all along that I felt like the next professional league that New Orleans would be able to get into would be soccer. Now, again, I was talking MLS, which means you've got to build up, what is it, a 30,000-seat stadium? I should just get my son in here. He, again, he could tell me everything about it because he's, he's, he's all into it. 30,000-seat stadium, uh, and uh, preferably, again, downtown if you can do it. Uh, and uh, the MLS is hot, and it's been hot for a long time. And I thought that would be the next move. But maybe this is, again, the stepping stone to that. Uh, and there's going to be a uh, on, uh, going to be a Facebook page where readers can suggest the, uh, the nickname of the team. Uh, so, again, uh, uh, a, a USL soccer team coming to New Orleans in 2025. All right, um, let's, uh, let's, uh, let's uh, head to the guest line joining us in the program. Uh, let me just say this right now. Uh, I, I, since I started my career back in t- 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 uh, 2002 and got on the airways, I've always tried to open up doors and bring people on, uh, again, that I thought would do, do a fantastic job. Now, I didn't open up the door for this cat. I just started hearing him, and I'm telling you right now, uh, Ross Jackson is uh, is like a rocket ship heading heading to the moon right now in terms of again what he's doing and covering the Saints. Uh, his podcast, if even if you're the novice sports fan, a Saints fan, uh, you can learn so much in just a little bit of time with his podcast. He does a great job, got a great delivery, uh, does his homework, which is something I'm always looking for. I've said it before. I like to listen to podcasts or radio or TV shows that I can learn something. Teach me something I didn't know. And I'm always, again, out there researching. And I, and I find myself, again, learning something from Ross. Then now he's jumped on CrestedSports.com. And believe me, Ken's got some of the best writers in the entire city, again, uh, writing for him. And, of course, again, he's with Saints Wire, which, uh, again, I've said for years, they do a fantastic job with Saints Wire. Uh, the dude knows what he's talking about. I would, I would tell you right now, follow him on Twitter. Find out where, again, he's putting on his publications, what he's doing with his podcast, because uh, the dude is on his way up in terms of, again, covering the Saints here in this town. And we're glad to have him as a weekly part of our program now. Each and every week he'll be with us throughout the year talking Saints football. And he joins us now on the program. Ross, welcome to the show. How are you today, bud? Hey, I'm doing great. Certainly uh, feeling really great after that intro. Thank you so much, man. I, I, I always mean, appreciate the- you. Thanks for always uh, uh, having having some uh, some faith in your boy. So I appreciate it. Glad to be here with you. Well, they they call me the truth. I'm not here to lie to people. Again, if I <laughs> I wouldn't say it unless unless I meant it. And again, and and and, it, and it's honest depiction of what's going on. I think you've done a great job, and you continue to do a great job. Look, the fact that guys like Ken Trahan reach out to you and say, "Hey, come write for us," that tells you, okay, that tells you everything you need to know. Yeah, You're talking about a legend there. Uh, in this town, in, t- in terms of and what CrestedSports.com has done, uh, in in terms of that website uh, in in covering local sports, uh, second to none. So, uh, congratulations yeah. on that. I appreciate. It. I appreciate. It. Yeah, that site definitely uh, saw the future before anybody else did in terms of you know the way that uh, you're churning out digital work and digital content and everything like that. I mean, that was uh, some really really great foresight by uh, Ken and the rest of that group. Yep, no doubt, Ross. Uh, Man, I tell you what, I'm listening to all today on ESPN. It's the Saints Day, right? So every single host is breaking down the New Orleans Saints. Okay, they all got an opinion on the New Orleans Saints. And can I tell you right now, uh, I wanted to turn each and every one of them off 
because they're, they're, they're so uninformed on what's happening with the team, where the team is. You know, I, had, I heard one host today talk about, again, Taysom Hill, uh, you know, uh, breathing down Jameis Winston's neck for, as, as, uh, for, uh, at the quarterback position. I mean, come on. You know, didn't even mention Alvin Kamara being out uh, with the suspension. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I get a little frustrated with the national media because, you know, they look at it from, from 10,000 feet, right? Again, they're, they're right. in a lot of cases regurgitating things they've heard. But let's be honest. This team is going to go as far as two things on, on the offensive side. The offensive line, how well they play. We talked about that last week. But also Jameis Winston. And, and you pointed out, and you've been talking about it as well. Look, his mechanics have got to be there in terms of, again, delivering the, the football, especially in tight windows in the, second and third, in the first and second levels. But him and Alvin Kamara have to get on the same page. Because if you yep. go back and you look at a lot of the passes that they threw, and you've done this, uh, again, he struggled at times throwing to Alvin Kamara. The, the problem is, uh, if Kamara gets suspended, what's the situation there? Now you're getting into camp. How quickly can you get acclimated? Um, talk a little bit about Jameis, what you anticipate from him this year, and his mechanics, and, and what, what you expect will happen in terms of that first and second level where he has struggled at times. Yeah, and I think the, the first and second level are going to be the biggest biggest areas that I'm going to be focused on You know, while we're out there during training camp and then also, of course, going in and through the season. How is he – with the short and intermediate area of his game, which is actually a spot that he said that he really wanted to work on all throughout the offseason. And in, you know, kind of this weird situation, him coming off of the, the ACL injury, it actually kind of worked, I don't want to say in his favor, but it, it certainly helped that he was limited. I mean, there was only so much that he was able to do. And one of the things that he talked about was that he wasn't able to throw the ball 20, 30 yards downfield, 40, 50 yards downfield. He was in a situation to where he had to throw the ball 5, 10, 15 yards in terms of his rehabilitation and coming back. And so he talked about how that that focus, that sort of need to be able to focus in that area helped him with what it was that he wanted to address over the course of the offseason, which was getting better in that short and intermediate area of the game. So if you can get there and you can get him kind of into that system and into that rhythm of being okay with taking the check down, which we actually saw – he was pretty good with that last year. He didn't force a lot of passes. He had a really good uh, throw percentage, a really low aggressive throw percentage, but a very high big-time throw percentage. So when he was taking those shots, he was accurate. He had the second-highest uh, ranking there, according to Pro Football Focus, when it comes to big-time throws, which measures accurate throws downfield as well as accurate throws in tight windows. But he was around the you know bottom, probably the bottom seven quarterbacks in the NFL when it came to ESPN's aggressive throw percentage. So he wasn't overdoing it in terms of throwing into tight windows in the times that he was taking those shots. He was doing so accurately. So if he's able to do that and expand and meet the sort of requisite needs of an offense that's predicated on the short and intermediate area attack, then that ends up expanding what it is that he's able to do with the ball in his hands. It allows him to get to a place where he's more comfortably getting to where he started to get last year, throwing 30 to 35 times a game as opposed to 20 to 30, and then also puts him in a situation to where if he can set up everything that's going on in the short and intermediate area of the game, if he's making defenses have to play sideline to sideline because of the utilization of backs out of the backfield, it then allows him to be able to do what he always has done very well throughout his career and take some shots downfield when they become available because you've stretched the defense so far. 
And, of course, look, we know what Kamara's all about when it comes to running the football, but, you know, he's more than just a runner. I think I saw a stat the other day in the first five years of, of a career. Uh, he's, in, he's in the top ten of, of, of players that have scored a touchdown. Uh, mm-hmm. And I think it was like 68 – off the top of my head, you may know the number, like 68 touchdowns uh, so mm-hmm. far. But, again, that's not just running the ball. That's catching the ball as well. He's just such a such – a, a, um, uh, a weapon. Now, I know that Taysom Hill has taken some of those carries away from him in recent years, but he's the guy. He's the guy that stirs the drink for, for this particular offense. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, look, he's the person that has made this New Orleans Saints offense what it has been since they drafted him in 2017, and he had that offensive rookie of the year season. He changed the way that New Orleans Saints played offense because of what his ability is. And yes, you're right, 68 career touchdowns. That actually puts him second already on the list for the New Orleans Saints in terms of all-time touchdown leaders, only four behind Mark, uh, Marcus Colston for the number one spot. He's going into his sixth year. He's only played 73 career games so far. He has nearly averaged a touchdown per game. That's incredible production. And he's now probably very likely this season in only his sixth NFL career going to become the all-time touchdown leader for the New Orleans Saints. He needs five touchdowns to do it. And with his ability to be able to score not only as a runner, but also as a pass catcher, and his ability to be able to produce in all those areas of the offense, that certainly gives him an opportunity to do that. Because he not only impacts the game as a, as a running back or as a pass catcher out of the backfield, he impacts the game as a route runner from the backfield. Maybe outside of Marshall Falk, one of the better route runners we've seen out of the backfield. But then you also see him in a little bit more of a Roger Craig type role to where you're utilizing him in the slot you know to where you've gone a step further beyond that you're utilizing him in situations where he's you know lined up out wide there's so many things that you can do with a guy like alvin Kamara, and yeah he's probably going to miss time this season because of that suspension but if he misses six games and the saints get 11 games out of him it's sure to be an electrifying 11 games Mm -hmm. because he is just one of those players that really has the ability to take over and change the course of a game we saw that Years ago in that Green Bay game when he had that big catch and run for 60-plus yards with Eric McCoy leading the way downfield. I mean, he can take any play and turn it turn it quickly from nothing into something and look really, really fun uh, while getting it done. I agree. On a recent podcast, you talked about Juwan Johnson. We've talked about the tight end position. I think Troutman's going to step up. I think, again, uh, Johnson is a wild card, but I thought he did a great job on it. If you would, tease the folks a little bit about why you think, again, he'll have a larger role this year. Yeah, I think one of the things that you can look back at, you can already start to see from last year's usage uh, in the New Orleans Saints offense for Juwan Johnson is the way that he was able to impact the game uh, down the seams, which has been a staple route that the New Orleans Saints and a staple area that the Saints offense has always wanted to attack. And they did that extremely well with Jimmy Graham. Of course, particularly you can look back at the 2011 season to find some, you know, some reps of that. But if they're able to get him active in the seam and you have Adam Troutman step up and you get somebody else that rises to the top, like maybe Nick Vanette ends up, you know, really stepping into uh, you know a pass catching role as well with his second season with the Saints, or a guy like Lucas Kroll, the undrafted free agent tight end coming out of Pitt, ends up giving you an opportunity there, somebody that can block and that can be um, a pass catcher for you. That really allows Juwan Johnson to be somebody that they can utilize, and he's going to be in a bulked up frame. You're going to see a lot of photos of him once he gets to training camp because he has bulked up quite a bit. And so if he's somebody that's going to be able to get himself out on the field with a pass-catching role, but then has been able to also develop as a run blocker, he's going to see the field more and more and more. And in 2022, where you have this 
you know, uh, tight end room that's going to be looking for more production from its tight ends when it comes to the passing game. You might get some help from Taysom Hill there too, but Juwan Johnson is somebody that absolutely has the experience within the system, is able to be utilized in the specific ways that the Saints like to utilize their pass catchers at that position, attacking down the seam, as well as making a couple of other, you know, being able to line up out wide as well as in the slot, just being a little bit more versatile. That's certainly going to give him more opportunities, and I think that he absolutely deserves those opportunities. Averaging 13 yards per catch last season on 22 catches, or excuse me, 22 targets, I think he's going to see he's going to be in for more uh, than just you know, 22 <laughs> targets right. going into 2022 for sure. Well, especially after being thrown into the tight end position last year where he wasn't ready. You mentioned mm-hmm. gaining what, 15 to 20 pounds of muscle that he's, that mm-hmm. he's brought to the table now. Hopefully that doesn't affect his speed downfield because that was one of the things, obviously, to kind of set him apart. He's Again, he's, he has a, he's, he's got competent hands as well. We'll see how that kind of plays out. But Taysom Hill is also part of the mix at, 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 the, uh, at the tight end position. And you talked about it recently on a podcast, what you think his role will be. Yeah, so look, I, I, let me start by saying that I don't think that we, we're, we've seen the end of Taysom Hill taking snaps at quarterback. I think that there will still be some, you know, some chances to where, right, he's going to be doing some things like you know, um, uh, read option, uh, some, some quarterback power in short yardage situations. But you know, we know that he is no longer in the running for that quarterback job, as Dennis Allen made you know, apparent very quickly after the, uh, the re-signing of Jameis Winston. But I think that you know what you what that ends up doing for you is that it ends up putting Taysom Hill where I think he benefits and makes the team better where he where I think he benefits the team and that's by putting the ball in his hands in space and getting the ball in his hands as a pass catcher. You also get the opportunity now to get him a little bit more involved uh, as a lead blocker in certain situations and really just taking advantage of what it is that he brings to the table as a versatile chess piece that the Saints are going to be able to use over on the offensive side. So if he's able to get into a situation where he's getting you three to 400 receiving yards during that 2022 campaign, that does you much better than what you got out of last year's tight end group where your leading tight end uh, in terms of receiving yards didn't hit 300 yards, which was Adam Troutman missing some time with injury. So I, I think that you know, Adam Troutman becomes, a, excuse me, uh, Taysom Hill becomes a huge part of what you're looking to do at tight end. He won't be limited to only playing in that role, but certainly when he's there, he should be able to help to benefit and bolster that tight end room. How do you think the defensive backfield changes, specifically how they utilize the safety position now that, again, Jenkins and Williams are gone, especially Williams? Will we, too, see more too high safety? Will, will they, again, use utilize those safeties because they're interchangeable, more toward, closer to the line of scrimmage? How do you think they're going to play this? I think it's going to be a very, very versatile and very, very multiple pair of safeties. And I think that that's going to be perfect for what it is that Dennis Allen loves to do. We know how much he loves multiplicity on defense, how much he loves the versatility on defense. Now he's going to be able to utilize guys like Marcus May and Tyron Matthew as split safeties when he wants to do that. But he can also line these guys up so that they look one way pre-snap and then switch to a whole different coverage responsibility or a whole different role as potential pass rusher even uh, once the once the ball is snapped. So I think that it gives you and gives this – Dennis Allen defense that'll be led and, you know, obviously sort of championed by Dennis Allen, of course, but or masterminded by Dennis Allen. But you've also got the co-defensive coordinators there and Ryan Nielsen and Chris Richard, who, you know, have a lot of experience with what it is that Dennis Allen likes to do on his defense and has a lot of experience with teaching these guys how to play all these different multiple roles, right? We see it on the defensive line a ton, which is Ryan Nielsen's 
you know, uh, kind of main response, not main responsibility, but has been his main responsibility over the past. And he's going to continue as a defensive line coach. And then you have Chris Richard, who's worked with the secondary a ton already um, when he you know, was there as a secondary coach last year. And he'll continue that responsibility along with co-defensive coordinator this year. And so I think that what you're going to see from this defense is a whole lot of players that are going to be lining up multiple different places all over uh, the field in, you know, down by down, drive by drive, things are going to change. That's going to work in the Saints' favor quite a bit going into uh, this season. And, you know, one of the ways that I like to kind of quantify it a bit is you have these, you know, wide receivers and these quarterbacks that are going to be playing every single snap, every single down, but you're going to have a backfield that's going to be able to rotate and you're going to have a backfield that's going to look to confuse with the skies. And that's something that Dennis Allen has done really well. And now he has the personnel to be able to take it even a step further. It's the kind of information you get from the podcast, of course, uh, uh, Ross's writings as well. Why don't you be one of the, the, the again, 10,000-plus subscribers to, again, Locked on Saints podcast. Ross, tell us how folks can do that, how they can check you out online with, again, all your great articles, and how folks can follow you on social media. Yeah, absolutely. You can catch me uh, weekly over at uh, CrescentCitySports.com. Of course, I'm going to be uh, getting a post up for you uh, tomorrow that's going to be looking into uh, Alvin Kamara and the uh, record-breaking, uh, record-breaking pace that awaits him in 2022. You can also find more written work over at SaintsWire at USAToday.SaintsWire.com. And, of course, the Locked on Saints podcast is available wherever you get podcasts and on YouTube as well. And congratulations on 10,000 subscribers. Uh, that's quite a, hey. Again, that's quite an accomplishment. Really appreciate it. Really appreciate it. Not uh, not something I expected to see uh, when I started up the YouTube channel, but absolutely love it. You know, every every one of those ten thousand people and every person listening to this right now, as well as you, you guys have all helped to change my life and make it uh, you know, a whole lot better. So I really, really appreciate everything and all the support. Good things happen to people who work hard. Certainly appreciate your time with us, and look forward to having you back on the show again next week, my friend. Absolutely, looking forward to it. Take care, stay safe, and I'll talk to you soon. You got it, bud. At Ross Jackson on, on Twitter. Check out all of, all of his great work as well. Hey, folks, don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. I don't care where you live, North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank. If the AC breaks down, just remember acpromise.com. So easy, acpromise.com. Uh, you go to the website, whether you live on the South Shore, the North Shore, you get the North Shore, South Shore number, you call, they'll be out there. 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home or your business. They are authorized to service all brands. So don't have somebody saying, oh, no, 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 Burkhardt doesn't don't, don't handle that. No, Burkhardt handles can service all brands. And if you're in the market-free news system, they are, 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 they are authorized to sell some of the top brands in the industry. Uh, but, of course, the service after the sale, impeccable. Never gouge you, never cheat you. And, of course, uh, those Nate certified technicians uh, constantly doing continuing education to make sure they're up on the latest when it comes to your air conditioning and heating system. Uh, AC goes down. Think Burkhart. That's acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. Today's program brought to you by the Oceana Family of Restaurants, Oceana Grill, Bobby Bear's Cajun Counter Restaurant, Bombo's Old New Orleans Cookery, and the Hideout Bar. You know they're open seven days a week. You now know they're open late. Get out there, enjoy the fantastic menu, great cocktails, and one of the Oceana family of restaurants. We'll be right back with Glenn Gilbo of Outkick.com. Don't move. I'm Ken Trahan. And I'm Jude Young. We'll have comprehensive coverage of high school, college, and the pros, plus we give you a voice to speak your mind. It's entertainment, it's information, it's all that you could want, and it's right here on 1061 Nash Icon. Monday through Friday from 6 to 7 p.m., following Inside New Orleans on 1061 Nash Icon. Country for life. 
This report is sponsored by Lowe's. Lowe's MVP's bonus days are here. Pro members can earn bonus points to redeem for rewards. And for 12 days, you can earn points on every dollar spent up to $1,000. MVP's Pro Rewards program subject to program terms and conditions. Details at Lowe's.com slash L slash Pro Loyalty Terms. Subject to change. Look out for an accident that's blocking the shoulder on 10 eastbound near Carrollton. Also be mindful of an stalled vehicle that's blocking the right lane on 10 westbound between Laplace and Gramercy. Your delays are going to be heavy if you're traveling on 10 eastbound along the Bonnet Carey Spillway and delays pick back up on 10 eastbound from Williams to Veterans and then delays stretch on 10 eastbound from City Park to the high rise. Look out for delays on 10 westbound for more leans to Canal and then delays pick back up on 10 westbound from City Park to the airport. If you're traveling along the 610 on the westbound side, delays are solid from just before Canal Boulevard to the 10610 merge. Also in the meantime, delays are steady if you're traveling on the 610 on the eastbound side from Elysian Fields to the 10610 merge. If you're traveling eastbound along the West Bank Expressway and the Crescent City Connection, your delays are steady from Terry Parkway to the Camp Street exit. Also look out for delays if you're traveling westbound along the Pontchartrain Expressway and the Crescent City Connection with delays stretching from the Claiborne Earhart exit to the St. Charles Carondelet exit. Also, delays are solid. Pick it back up on the westbound side of the West Bank Expressway from just past Ames Boulevard to Avondale. And look out for an accident poidress at Chapatula's. I'm at Robinson Broadcasting from the Attorney Mike Brandner Traffic Center. Traffic is brought to you by DA Exterminating. Proud to be locally owned and serving over 60 years. Don't let this happen to your largest investment. Call DA Exterminating now. Ready and waiting to protect your home from potential disaster called termites. Call DA now or visit us on the web at daexterminating.com. Don't forget about my friends at Southern Tire. Family owned and operated by the Piazza family since 1972. Your one-stop shop, aquatic auto repairs, and the best deals on tires. First of all, largest selection of tires in the metropolitan area, bar none. Something for everyone's budget, no matter what you drive. Hey, those new set of wheels, are you looking for those? Wheels and tires up to 30 inches. Financing is available. And then when it comes to keeping your car on the road, uh, again, ASC certified technician using the same diagnostic equipment you get at the dealership. I will say again, even more diagnostic equipment you get at the dealership. You want to keep that car on the road? You want to have the best? when it comes to tires at the best price think about again southern tire hickory and airline open monday through friday from eight to six saturday from eight to three five oh four seven seven one five five eight is the phone number that's southerntire.com is the website owned by the piazza family since 1972 you don't hang around new Orleans that long again not take care of your customers it's southern tire hickory and airline in metairie On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory. 467 Hickory Avenue, open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Hi, folks. Trust is what Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhart to be there quick, get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhart to treat you with respect, to help you save with a fair price, do the job right. 
As my good friend John Burkhardt always says, trust is the foundation of our business. Just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhardt. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Oceana Grill, bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. Diamonds Direct is celebrating your golden moments with a spectacular summer store-wide sale. This Friday through Sunday, three days of extra savings. 20% off Diamonds Direct's already unbeatable prices on a multi-million dollar selection of rings, earrings, bands, bracelets. Virtually everything's on sale. Plus, top jewelry designers are here with all new collections. It's the buying opportunity of the season. Extra savings store-wide this Friday through Sunday only. And only at Diamonds Direct. Details and more at DiamondsDirect.com. Welcome back. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. Today's program brought to you by the Oceana Family of Restaurants, Oceana Grill, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, Old New Orleans Cookery, and, of course, Mambo's. Uh, that's right, three floors of, I'm telling you, is the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Just an incredible dining uh, setting. Uh, the first floor, beautiful picture windows that overlook Bourbon Street. You can sit right up there, kind of watch the craziness there. Hey, that's not your, your cup of tea. Head to the back of the restaurant the, on the first floor. You got a beautiful French Quarter courtyard, beautiful by day, spectacular by night. And, of course, a, a bar on the first floor as well with these great seating, beautiful restaurant. Take the elevator to the second floor. As it opens up, you got a beautiful bar right to your left. And, of course, as you look to- toward the left there, again, a Bourbon Street balcony. Uh, plenty of seating outdoors and indoors for you to be able to enjoy a great meal, also to be able to um, enjoy a great cocktail. And then, of course, on the third floor, take the elevator. Elevator opens up. There's the bar to to the left. Uh, Again, Bourbon Street Balcony. It's Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar with balcony to be able to go out there and, again, see everything that's happening with the skyline in New Orleans. Fantastic food. Great menu for you. Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest. Magnificent cocktails by some of the great mixologists in, in, in the city of New Orleans. That rooftop bar is special and spectacular. And, of course, lunch and dinner served seven days a week for you. And they're open late. Mambo's is open late for you. To find out more, go to MamboNola.com. Hey, when you finish up at Mambo's, right next door is the Hideout Bar. Live music every single night. Also, again, you got a beautiful 300-year-old building where, again, you got food, cocktails, uh, got plenty of, of, of room to be able to dance, enjoy yourself. Uh, always a great time, again, when you, when you go to Mambo's and the Hideout Bar in the 400 block of Bourbon Street. 411 Bourbon Street, make sure you're in that number. Again, make your next New Orleans memory at Mambo's and the Hideout Bar. All right, uh, we're back. Uh, one, one quick note, I want, want to throw this out there for you NBA fans. DeAndre Ayton has, has agreed to a full-year, $133 million max offer sheet with the Indiana Pacers. Uh, the Phoenix Suns have 48 hours to be able to match that. Uh, it'll be interesting to see, again, if that's going to happen. I would think it would be. If not, they'll probably try to do a sign-and-trade. Uh, but, again, once the clock starts, again, negotiate that sign-and-trade. So we'll see what happens now uh, with, um, with DeAndre Ayton. And uh, if ultimately he will be moving to the Eastern Conference or he will stay with Phoenix. If the Phoenix loses him, that's huge for, again, the Phoenix Suns. All right, let's head to the, uh, the guest line. Joining us on the program, really good friend of our, of our show and a good friend of mine for a long, long time. Uh, Glenn Gilbo joins us from OutKick.com. Glenn, how are you? Hey, Eric. This is uh, the second radio show of a Sal guy I'm on today. I was on with Jordy Holtberg earlier in Lafayette, so uh, – 
yeah, I don't two mind lefties. helping out the uh, less fortunate right. schools. Well, I don't know about that, but you got two lefties, <laughs> and of course, Jordy Holberg. His time at De La Salle was incredible. That was a. I was a freshman when he was a, uh, when he was a sophomore, uh, and and I got to watch yeah. almost his, his entire career at at at, at, uh, at De La Salle and. Let me tell you something. He was incredible. Then he goes to LSU and, uh, and plays for Dale Brown, uh, one of the greatest shooters in the history of Louisiana basketball. He was. He was, and he told me a great story I didn't know. He went to uh, grade school at Sam Barth, which was in – I think that was in Metairie. Yes. Um, and, uh, and Jim Robarts, the Rummel coach, talked to him about coming to Rummel and said, you know, you, you'll, you'll play a little bit and then you'll – you might start your, your senior year. <laughs> and, of course, you know, he won two state championships while Jordy was at, at De La Salle. Yes. But uh, uh, I think Jordy was started at Rummel before his, his senior season. So he, he yeah, went he to De La Salle after that. But uh, they had some great games. They, he beat uh, Rummel a couple of times uh, mm-hmm. before the state title run. Yep. Um, Landry, De La Salle, my um... – I want to say it was my sophomore year at De La Salle. Lost to Landry, uh, and in 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 the uh, in Alexandria for the for the for the state championship. Uh, Blankenstein, Lorio, and and Holberg. My my buddy uh, Jimmy Anderson, who grew up in, in Uptown New Orleans. Uh, uh, da- David Morrow, again the, uh, the the baseball coach over at uh, over and athletic director over at Jesuit for a while. All part of that team. A really good team there. Um, that's a again, that was when El- that was when De La Salle was was a. Was was a, a really not, not look. I don't want to. I don't want to disparage De La Salle now, right? It's a different school. It's co-ed, etc. But being in the Catholic League and you know being able to compete there, well, those were the best of times. Yeah, I, I remember we had a neighbor that played for De La Salle football team in the early seventies, and I, I think they played for state or one state in the in the seventies. Uh, De La Salle uh, did. And I don't think they won state. They, they, they may have played. Uh, I know that Tyler LaFosse was was a big guy that went through, ended up going to LSU. That was was from De La Salle. Uh, they had some good. They had some good teams. I, uh, I'm not sure that I don't think that De La Salle ever won a state title. Maybe somebody can correct me on that uh, in football. Right. Uh, if it was, it was it was in the maybe in the 50s or, or 60s uh, when, when that when right. that would have happened. Didn't happen they, in the they 70s. Had some great teams. They had some great they, teams. They, There's no question. They really about did. It. They really did. And and of course we you know we we love to carry Rumble guys. I mean that's what we do. So we've always done. <laughs> well, I could give you the starting five of the uh, the '78 state champions at Rummel. Go ahead. Seven '78 season. Uh, uh, Wade Blundell. Yep. Uh, uh, Barry Baracco. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jim Pittman. Fred Kinsley. And Dale Carpenter, center. It's funny you mentioned those names, and and, and uh, again, you know. Later on, uh, played in the Metairie Basketball League, played in all the men's basketball. He played until I was 35, right? And all wow. those guys, again, played in all those leagues. And, you know, in such a following. For, you know, you know they'd walk in the gym and, you know, everybody knew who they were, right? Because, you know, you know Roma, Roma had such great, uh, great uh, teams back then. Uh, another guy that was on that team was a good friend of mine called Ray Schmidt. Uh, who again was coming off the bench for that for, for that team? Right. He ended up playing 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 with with our with our men's league team, and uh, so I got to know some of those Rummel guys. Right, and the, the year before they won at seventy seven, Don Schneider, Larry Schneider, the great coach at, at mm-hmm. Rummel, his younger brother was uh, was on that team. He was a senior that year, and then the, then the next year they uh, they won it uh, second second year in a row. But Dale Carpenter went to Virginia. 
as a center, and I did a story on him when he was out there when I was a, a senior at Rommel, and he said, he said, yeah, I played a little bit this, this first year, but I don't know about next year because they signed a kid named Ralph Sampson. <laughs> yeah, it might be a so, little, might be a little bit. But he was good. He was a great high school player. Yeah, he really I was. He I guess you heard your little fight song in the background with again your alumni Rudy Dixon right there, right? Your fellow alumnus. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm surrounded oh, yeah. by Rumble guys around here. But those were Jim Robarts was just a, he was a fantastic. Uh, oh, he was. Rumble, no oh, on, he was. It. No doubt, no doubt about it. I wanted to ask you about. All, all the, uh, the, the talk about Sean Payton right now was it came out again yesterday in CBS Sports, uh, the Los Angeles Chargers, the Dallas Cowboys, the Miami Dolphins uh, are all standing in line for Payton after maybe a one-year uh, uh, stint in, um, uh, in the booth. Look, I'm, I'm on the record of saying if I'm the Saints, I want a bidding war. I want three or four teams that, that want a shot at Sean Payton. And uh, at that point, try to get as much as you can. And, and the fact that they have his rights for a couple more seasons, uh, you can block him at that point from being able to get back into the league. Now, I don't know if the Saints will be willing to do that, but I do think for, for the good of the club, you have to be able to get, ex- extract as much as you can uh, out, of these, out of these clubs. And to me, that's picks and players. What are your thoughts about him jumping back into the league after one year? And, look, I look at that Los Angeles Charger team with a, a really good quarterback. That, to me, I think would be, would, would, be, uh, would be appetizing to him. We've heard about the Tom Brady to Miami situation, you know, and, of course, we know the, the, the situation with, with Dallas. Now, one thing he said was he wants total control. He won't get that in Dallas. Yeah, yeah, well, you know, maybe considering – that he's more qualified than, than, or he's as qualified as he's more qualified than some of the coaches they've had at the Cowboys. Maybe, uh, and maybe that can be part of the uh, negotiations that he does get more control. But, um, you know, I just, I mean, I just hope he, uh, if he does go back, he goes back uh, soon enough to where the saints do get the, uh, you know, the compensation in first round pick or picks. Uh, but, uh, you know, I don't really. Uh, but you'd hate to see him go to a, a a Saints team in the same division, right? But doesn't division look like that's going to happen. But um, you know, I, I think I think it'll be great. It'll just make the uh, the rest of the NFL that much more interesting. You know, I I think uh, I think Saints fans will probably pull for him. You know, as long as it you know they're not playing the Saints or it doesn't hurt the Saints in the standings or, or in the playoffs or something. But uh, I, I think it's. I think he's still got a lot of great years left in him. No question. Oh, I do. I think they're again. Uh, I, I I was shocked he left. Okay. Uh, I I know he didn't have the maybe the quarterback. To, and look, I thought it was an indictment on on Jameis Winston. I really did. I felt like again, if there if there was a there was a. Um, a once-in-a-generation type quarterback. There's a quarterback, again, like we saw with Drew Brees, he would never have moved on. Uh, but with that said, you mentioned about Saints fans. They're a fickle bunch. It, it, it's going gonna, it's gonna to really come down to, uh, you know, uh, if they felt like it, that they, again, they did an about-face on them and, and kind of left them in the lurch. This year will tell the tale of the tape. If the Saints are good this year. I think that, that a, lot, a lot of that will be forgiven. If they struggle, then a lot of people are going to feel like, again, he left this team worse off than when he brought it than when he came in. Which I don't think is true when you look at again the the you know the the, the entirety of the roster. Remember how it was back in two thousand five, uh, you know uh, after Katrina, uh, that 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 whole roster was in shambles. Yeah, and not just because because of, of Katrina. I mean, it was it was no. a terrible team for a couple yes. of years uh, before uh, Sean came in and he turned it around miraculously. 
overnight, really. Yep. He was um, smart to take the, 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 a, a, a portion of the players that were left over from Haslett, you know, guys like Devery Henderson, et cetera, and then quickly, again, pivot – uh, and, and to be able to change the roster. Well, I can't remember what it was exactly, Glenn, but I'm thinking it was like 80, 80 85% of the roster got was overhauled within that first year. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, in fact, a lot more than, than what uh, when Mora came in. I think, I think Jim Mora kept more of yeah. the Bumps Bum Phillips Bums guys. teams than, than, than uh, Sean kept of, uh, mm-hmm. of Jim Haslett. Yeah. But, I agree. Um, you know, and, and I, I think the thing about – Sean is, I mean, he was honest when he left. I think Saint fans need to remember that. He didn't say, oh, I'm retiring. You know, he, he said he might come back. I mean, he kind, of, he kind of left it open, and he left it open as to as to when he might come back. So, uh, and I, I think he did the, you know, it might not be great for the for the Saints, but, but for his sake, I mean, he kind of left when he was still young enough to where he could take some time off now. And, and, and come back later instead of trying to push until he was 65 or something and, yeah. and then retire. You know, this, I think this is, this is better. You know, he, he gets married, gets remarried, you know, and takes some time off and tries the uh, broadcasting, then gets back into it. I, I think that's uh, that's a good model. It's hard to walk away from that kind of money he walked away from, though. I mean, you're talking about highest-paid coach yeah. in the NFL and, you know, having total control. That's the one thing that we always felt like why he wouldn't go anywhere. You have total control. The 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 the, uh, the owner adores you. I mean, again, you got the relationship with Mickey Loomis. You got the final call and everything. And oh, by the way, you're making more than anybody else. So uh, it's interesting to see again what uh, you know how this kind of plays out going forward uh, with that. You mentioned you know Mora and and and, and Bum. Look, Bum Phillips had a pretty decent team. Okay, but he just didn't get it. Didn't get it over the top. A lot of that was again because of some really dumb trades he made. You know, bringing in Stabler. You know, the the, the Earl Campbell situation there that kind of maybe uh, held off. But there was a heck of a defense there that that Moore inherited. And look, we talk about it all the time now, right? All those players from the USFL that he knew about. That he, again, he had played. It bringing those guys over, his coaching staff, and, and really in no time at all, it made the turnaround, especially with Abear coming over from the USFL and quarterback in the team. Well, now, Hebert was there under Bum. Uh, right, right. He was, yeah, he, uh, he was yeah, the year there. before. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think of the players that, that Moore inherited. Bobby Hebert, Ricky Jackson, he inherited. Oh, yeah. Um, trying to think of some of the other. I mean, those defensive line was there. Warren Wilkes. Yeah. Well, that's some. That's some really good players. I, I think you some know? of the DBs were there too. So DBs were there too. Yeah. Yeah, and a, and a good defense, but. Um, yeah, and and you know I, I think uh, Sean Payton definitely left quite a quite a roster for for Dennis yeah. Allen. There's no the question. cupboard's not bare. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look. At, the look only at question the really is quarterback. I mean, if you look at, I mean, look, there's yeah. some questions all on the offensive line. If you want to really get down to the minutia of it, but again, to to me, the biggest deal is again, can can Jameis Winston. Uh, again, uh, stay away from the turnovers and move the club. If he could do that, well, I mean, again, you're looking at a, at a team that can compete. Well, he was doing it while Sean Payton was there. I mean, it was a yep. small sample size, but he he really changed his uh, stats interception to uh, uh, ratio. Uh, and you know, if he's good, that's an inherited player, as is Michael Thomas, mm-hmm. as is Alvin Kamara. So uh, there's a, there's a lot of players left uh, for Dennis Allen uh, to to win with. In fact, uh, you know, better better players when when you. Uh, when you throw in Michael Thomas and the two 
uh, yeah. Jarvis Landry and, and Teran Matthew and uh, the Ohio State wide receiver. Um, yep, a lot of it. No doubt. Uh, I, no I think doubt. wherever Sean goes, I, I think he's going to make sure he has almost total control or total control yep. where he goes. I and, think that's going to be a part quarterback. of the deal. And a quarterback. I think, sure. he's gonna have, I think sure. those are the two we're here with. Total control and the quarterback. Now, he had mentioned he wanted to be in a warm city, et cetera. We'll see how that goes. You know, it is what it is. But, yeah, quarterback and, and that, that's for sure. I got about a minute and a half left, my friend. I love, I love these conversations where we just kind of get off on, 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 a, on a different subject here. Uh, but uh, tell the folks about OutKick. I know you're getting a little bit of vacation time right now. And, of course, how they can follow you on social media. Yeah, um, OutKick.com, free website, still at LSU, beat tweet. Um, I did a recruiting story a couple of days ago that lists the tremendous July Brian Kelly is having. They, they uh, got commitments from nine players since July 1st and quite it's amazing. A few, uh, four stars in there. And he jumped from, uh, I go by rivals.com, just mm-hmm. an old favorite. They were 45th in the nation, their class on June 30th. And as of the other day, they are 10th. In, in the nation. So that's a 35-notch yeah. jump from, from what they've done in July. And really the FCC has, too. The FCC teams have, have gotten 42 commitments in the month of July. Uh, and so the, there's a story up there on uh, OutKick uh, about the entire SEC recruiting. And then there's a, uh, also a story about um, uh, you know Notre Dame going into the SEC, mm-hmm. possibly, yes. uh, and some other uh, realignment features up there. Beautiful. You'll be at SEC Media Days next week? Yes, sir. Be there uh, okay. Monday through Thursday. Beautiful. I hope we're going to get a chance to get you on uh, next week, as always. Thank you for your time, my friend. And uh, uh, as always, we appreciate you. Okay. Thank you, Eric. Have a good summer. There you go. Glenn Gilbo. Always fun, fun to have Glenn on the program. Don't forget about Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Uh, ACpromise.com. ACpromise.com. Generator. That APCO whole home treatment system. New air conditioning system. Heating system. Maintenance on all of the above. Uh, think Burkhardt, Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. Today's program brought to you by the Oceana Family of Restaurants, Oceana Grill, Mambo's, Old New Orleans Cookery, uh, the Hideout Bar, and Bobby Bear's Cajun County Restaurant. All are open late. All are open seven days a week. Get out there and enjoy a meal, cocktail at the Oceana Family of Restaurants. We'll be right back. Mambo's, 411 Bourbon Street. Three floors of incredible dining in what might be the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest and magnificent cocktails. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter Courtyard or on our Bourbon Street balcony. Come experience Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Mambo is perfect for a night out with friends, a romantic getaway, your next event, or a delicious meal with family. Lunch and dinner seven days a week. Order online for delivery at mambonola.com. Make your next New Orleans memory at Mambo's. Southern Tire, family-owned and operated since 1972. Southern Tire is your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. We offer a large selection of tires that will fit your budget no matter what you drive. In the market for a new set of wheels, at Southern Tire, we are your wheel experts. Choose from our large selection of wheels and tires up to 30 inches. Financing available. Hickory and Airline in Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Hi, Eric Asher here with my good friend Mike Delahousie, the TikTok Cafe. What'd you say, Eric? Hey, Mike, you know what my prescription medication and the TikTok Cafe have in common? What's that? Friend? They cause drowsiness, dizziness, nausea, cramps, diarrhea, blurred vision, muscle aches, gas, heartburn, upset stomach, constipation, weight changes, decreased sex drive, impudence, dry right, mouth, ringing finished. in the ears, depression. 
Oh, yeah, and suicidal thoughts. It's the TikTok Cafe, Causeway I 10 in Metairie. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouth-watering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyAbears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good. Ray Maliazzi here for eBay Motors. You're driving along and some nimrod cuts you off. You hit the horn. (laughs) Jeez, it sounds like a goose in distress. Time to head over to eBay Motors. They have horns for every make and model, not to mention horn pads, steering wheels, wiring, and more. 122 million parts. You can even go for an upgrade. (laughs) Looks like Mr. Cutoff Man needs a new seat cover. Try eBay Motors, pal. Get the right parts at the right prices. eBay Motors, let's ride. Okay, import footage. How is the hard drive already full? Juwan's Pilates studio converted to entirely virtual classes. But leading and editing sessions is stretching her too thin. It says render failed. What What did I do? Indeed can help her hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. We instantly connect you with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description. Earn up to $500 in sponsored job credits by conducting interviews on Indeed. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. Terms and conditions apply. Life is where preparation meets the unexpected. Law enforcement will always be our primary focus, and we cannot do it alone. Join our family in the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office. Our next training academy is October 17th. The deadline to apply is July 22nd. We would like you to help make a difference. JPSO prides themselves on making the parish safe for citizens and their families. Please go to JPSO.com to find out how to take the next step. This isn't just a career. You become part of a much larger family. All right, folks, thanks so much for tuning in. I want to thank Gary Smith, Ali Cassell, Ross Jackson, Glenn Gilbo for joining us on the program. Rudy back in the studio producing. Uh, I want to thank you guys for tuning in. Thanks to the sponsors that sponsor our program, including the Oceana Family of Restaurants, Oceana Grill, Mambo's, Old New Orleans Cookery, and Bobby Bears, and, the, and of course, the Hideout Bar. All are open late, all are open seven days a week. You can, get, you can find out more by going to ericasher.com. There's a slideshow to sponsor our program. Please support our sponsors. Thank you for doing so. Also, don't forget, coming up next is the Life Resources Bottom Line Sports Hour with Michael Green and Ken Trahan. So keep it right here on um, on 106.1 FM. And, of course, uh, coming up at 6 o'clock is the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports on WLA-TV. Ricardo Lacombe is my guest. Thanks for tuning in. My name is Eric Astor. Have a wonderful evening. From the dog catch to the governor, that includes the mayor. They all got to go.